you get a phone call informing you that a family member is en route to the emergency room. You have to go directly to the hospital. After surgery, you are there two more days. Would you have everything you need for a three-day stay? Stick with us, and you'll know exactly what you need to have in your go bag. Hospital edition. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. We're glad you're here with us today. And we're going to talk about a go bag hospital version. Now, this particular bag is designed so that you can stay maybe even three days at the hospital when you have to go unexpectedly. And it is primarily designed for being in the waiting room or the patient's room if you're having to stay with that patient. And I've done it both ways. I've stayed in a patient's room and I've stayed in the waiting room when they were in ICU. And sometimes you were the patient. <laughs> and I, sometimes I was the patient. But I so. think we're, we're, we're really primarily focusing on someone who's going along to a company and be with a patient. Right. And this, this bag would also be good if you unexpectedly had to leave and leave quickly, like that police knock on the door at the night, in the middle of the night, and you have to pick up and go. This is more of a go bag. This is so you can pick it up and go or have it with you and go. This would come in very handy if you have to go to a hotel or even go into a family member's house. Absolutely. We would like for you to support our podcast by going to our website. Scroll down to find the Amazon banner. You can do your regular Amazon shopping right there on that banner. Click that banner. Do your regular shopping. Our banner doesn't cost you anything. You're just going to pay for your purchases as usual. But your purchases will earn us a small commission each time. And we appreciate that support because that helps us keep the podcast going. Yes, it does. And we certainly appreciate it if you'll start your Amazon shopping on our website. Now, let's tell you what kind of brought this episode about What happened is we have a close family member that had to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm, Quickly. She fell, and initially they thought she had three breaks, including a broken hip. And so she was being taken away by ambulance, and her daughters were notified, and both of them were at work. And so they headed to the hospital to meet her there. And she was admitted, and she is still in the hospital. This happened, what, Friday? Yes. To tell you, she's doing good. And actually, two of the breaks they suspected were not actually breaks. The elbow and the collarbone are both intact. But she does have a small break in her hip. Looks like it's not going to require surgery, but it has required uh, one of our daughters to be there with her for most of that time. First daughter gets to the hospital, and she winds up staying for the next, what, 30 hours or so? I think the hospital in question permits one visitor for a 24-hour period. Yeah, that's one of the strange things. So if you start out, you're there 
to finish out that 24 hours before the next one. And they're now rotating back and forth and, and sitting with her as needed. But this bag is designed for the things that those daughters would have needed at the hospital because they didn't get to go home before they had to stay. Mm -hmm. And so this is where you want to have some things with you. Exactly. Who's our sponsors for today? Our sponsors today are Mark and Chris Delali's book. We know them very well. Practical Prepping for Everyday People. It's a common sense guide to life's ordinary emergencies. You're going to find it chock full of all the kinds of things you're going to need to learn as a new prepper, or even if you're an advanced prepper, been doing this for years, you'll pick up some tips and find out some new information there as well. Also, another one of our sponsors is ProLine Digital Group. ProLine Digital Group has created our website, hosts our website, has done graphic design, just sort of a jack-of-all-trades and master of them all when it comes to any kind of web design, logo, and qualified leads. They are your digital gurus, and you mentioned leads. If you own a business, you probably want to get in touch with ProLine and discuss their d digital lead generation. And what that does is it sends you people that are looking for what you do in your area. Yes, it kind of helps the small business person get the word out even further out than just social media. Basically, what it does is it involves people that are searching the Internet for your services. Exactly. Let's get to the Go Bag Hospital version. Now, this bag can fit well into a backpack. Much of it can go into a backpack. Now, there's a few things in here that you would want to have outside that backpack just because of the bulk. But I would suggest that you carry this in your vehicle. Well, it's, there's, you never know what might happen that instead of a hospital visit, you may have another reason for needing to have a change of clothes. You may, you know, fall into a mud puddle or something. Who knows? Yeah, and that's the first thing on the list is a change of clothes. And had uh, another kinfolk one time with a snowstorm could not get home and wound up spending a couple of days at a hotel room. With just what they're wearing. Just so. <laughs> what they're wearing, just what they have in the car. Mm -hmm. Another thing is comfortable shoes. Now, a lot of you ladies wear these good-looking high heels and some of these sandals, and those would not necessarily be comfortable in a hospital waiting room for 36 hours. Well, and consider, too, you may have to do a lot of walking in some of these hospitals and clinics. A lot of steps taken. You look around and see what the nurses are wearing. That might be the kind of the... Shoe you might need to be wearing or something like it, something that can hold up under a lot of walking. Yeah, tennis shoes, even if it's house shoes, if you're there in that waiting room for an exterior and extended period of time, it might be good to have those. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, some hospitals are still requiring masks, so you may want to ramp up your supply of disposable face masks and have those on hand so that you're not dependent on trying to pick them up somewhere else and just go ahead and bring a few in there with you because some places still do require it. And we just, we recommend that you just comply with whatever the rules are and don't, uh, don't get all, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> just wear the mask. Don't get thrown out of the hospital don't, because you refuse yeah. to, to wear the mask. Don't be that guy. We understand about liberty and freedom. Yes, we get it. And we think that the days of masks are kind of coming to an end. But if you need to be there with someone in the hospital, this is not the time for you to tune up about 
anti-masking. Just wear the mask, comply, and then when nobody's looking, take it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is going to be most of the time if I can get back over in the corner of the waiting room or either mm-hmm. over into the patient's room, Don't get on that waves. couch. Don't make waves. Right. Now, here's one that you see people scrambling for in hospitals a lot of times, and that's a phone charger. Yeah, just a regular cable, you know, for their phone. One that you can plug into the wall. Uh-huh. And I've heard folks saying, Oh, could I borrow your charger for a little bit? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. there with no charger, and they are dependent on someone else. And having been in emergency rooms a number of times, one of the things, and this works well in the patient's room as well, is carry one of those cheap extension cords. Mm-hmm. You're talking like a plug-in-the-wall type a plug cord? plug-in-the-wall, the, the cheap dollar two ninety eight that's six foot or nine foot, and, and literally they're four, five, six dollars at one of the big box stores. Mm -hmm. And you may need it in the patient's room or in a waiting room because what my experience has been is that outlet is about two feet further away than I need it to be. Right, exactly. So I can't use my phone with it plugged in. Mm -hmm. I have to set it over there, let it charge, unplug it, bring it back. So I just threw a, a mine six foot, just a cheap extension cord, and that does another thing. And in addition to giving you additional reach, it gives you more than one plug. That's true. If you're sitting in a waiting room and there are other families there that are waiting as well, they may not appreciate you taking both of the outlets or three or four outlets. Mm-hmm. So your your extension cord plugs into one spot. And gives you, most of them, three outlets on the head of that, so you can plug in more things. Mm -hmm. Yes. And while you're thinking about that phone charger cable and that extension cord, think about those uh, portable power banks that you charge up, and they will have and hold a good charge for your phone cabling to plug into. They will, and, and they're very handy, and I've used mine about three times this week, and including yesterday, and I, I have a MiFi. And so we were going to eat to lunch with uh, some kin folks here in town. Their child and grandchild had come into town, so we went to visit with them. And I had failed to plug up that MiFi. Oh. And it had 0% charge when I picked it up to put it into my bag. Mm-hmm. So I picked up one of the power banks and plugged it into that and put it into my bag And by the time we got ready to leave, it already had a 10% charge in it. Well, there you go. So it just sat there in the bag and it charged up. And I had internet when we had some downtime there and people were taking naps and walking the baby outside and things. Do you have a business, a church, or an organization that needs an app? ProLine Digital Group. They can design logos for your company. They can help you start a podcast and provide artwork. They can build, maintain, and host your website, ProLine Digital Group. They can also assist with digital marketing. They have lead generation. This will bring more leads for your product or service. Are you self-employed? For example, are you a landscaper, a painter, a roofer, a builder, a real estate agent? Or are you a representative for a corporation? ProLine Digital Group. Check them out. They're linked on our website and the show notes. 
Jim Curtis knives, handcrafted, unique, heirloom-quality knives and blades. These high-quality knives are available at reasonable prices, and they're made right here in Alabama. You can purchase a Jim Curtis knife one of two ways. First, you can design your own. Your blade style might be a 3-inch EDC knife, or perhaps a 4-inch skinning knife, a 6-inch buoy knife, or a shape that you have always wanted. You can also pick your steel. Alabama Damascus makes a beautiful art-quality knife, or high-carbon steel, which holds a very fine edge. You can pick your handles. They can be made from wood, bone, paracord, micarta, and there's lots of colors and options. Secondly, you could select a knife already pre-made by Jim Curtis. You can see some of the options posted on his Facebook page. Contact Jim Curtis and see what else he has available. All Jim Curtis knives come with a lifetime guarantee, lifetime sharpening, and two band-aids. Yes, they are that sharp. Jim Curtis Knives. Find him on Facebook. He'll be linked in our show notes and on our website. Now, if you're going to be in a hospital setting, one thing that you might want to do if you want to listen to music or if you want to watch YouTube or videos or... Or listen to a podcast. Or listen to this podcast. This one. Yes. You need some earbuds. Oh, yes. There's still wired earbuds. There's wireless earbuds. They're not terribly expensive anymore. You can get a pretty good set mm-hmm. for around thirty to forty dollars. Oh, you yeah, with, that's with the wireless. You yes, can that's get what I mean. Good with mm-hmm. that. Now we're both wearing earbuds right now. We've kind of graduated away from the headsets, more for comfort. Yeah, it's it's about comfort. So. We picked up a couple of more sets of the wired earbuds, and I think we paid about $10 a set for these. Yeah, probably so. And yeah. you're actually wearing Skull Candy. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember Skull Candy? I remember Skull <laughs> Candy. That was the thing. They were the hot earbuds, what, about six years ago? I don't I lose track of time, but I remember that they were. Mm-hmm. But they're less than $15 now, mm-hmm. So, and, and they're very, very good quality. And we also have the wireless that we carry and use as we can. And one of the things about it, if you're going to use it for long term, the wired doesn't run out of power. Right. Yeah. You don't have to, you just plug them into your already charged device. Right. You just plug it in. And if you're listening to long term music or whatever, and one of the things I've had to do when I've gone most of the day using an earbud is I will use one earbud and leave the other in the charger. And then as that one is almost down, I'll switch them out. So I'm one ear where they would go completely dead if I tried to do both ears. I see. All right, let's move on. How about a pocket flashlight? Well, you know, that's not a bad idea because there can be some dark, creepy corners in some of these rooms and areas that you may, if, if, and if you drop something and it rolls up under the, bed of the hospital bed it may be hard to see yeah and during the night you know the nurse turns the lights off in there and you don't want to be having to turn the light on to be able to get something out of your bag or read something Mm -hmm. so put that flashlight in an easy pocket to get it's always good to have that pocket flashlight and good preppers will have them with them including in their edc bag which brings up when you take this out of the car to go in, don't leave your EDC bag in the car. 
Right. Take it with you. Yes. Too much stuff in there. Something else you need to think about, and that is cash, cash money, because of the parking charges that many hospitals have their own parking garage, and they will charge you to put that car there. Now, a lot of them have gone to plastic, but there are still some that do not accept plastic, and you may have to purchase a token inside the hospital. Some do that, Mm -hmm. but some have the machine that will take dollar bills. Right. And you might even want to inquire of the of the hospitals near you, the, the three closest hospitals, what are their parking garage mm-hmm. charges and what kind of forms of payment do they accept? But if you have that cash on you, you're covered on that. But you also may need to get something out of the vending machine. Or you can go eat at the hospital cafeteria. I mean, they they charge you, you know, just like yep. you were a restaurant or something. Now, a lot of times they will take your debit card, mm-hmm. but they don't take debit cards in a lot of the vending machines. Right. They take the, the cash type that you know, slide a dollar in and you get, what, a penny back? <laughs> well, I'm just it's laughing. It's kind of like the dollar store. I noticed uh, <laughs> our vending machine, the, the dollar items went to a dollar and a quarter items and the 75 cent items went to a dollar. Right. So just take some. One dollar bills, low low denominations. Mm-hmm. One dollar bills are good to have. Maybe some quarters. Quarters are nice to have in your pocket. You know, just to be ready to hit the vending machine, or the parking, or even the hospital cafeteria food. Speaking of vending machines, you might want to bypass those and carry some snacks. Mm-hmm. Something and, that won't melt. Yeah, something because we're going to suggest you leave this in the car and have it available anytime you were to need it. And if it's extremely hot, that stuff, especially trail mix, it's got chocolate in it. Or any of those, like those yogurt-covered peanuts or whatever. Anything that could possibly melt. If it can melt in your hand, you know, holding it, then don't pack that in your EDC bag. So you can take M&Ms. They melt in your mouth, not not in in your your hand. hand. (laughs) And they, they actually do very, very well in the trail mix. Mm -hmm. We used to make our own a lot. Oh, sure. When I'd go through a lot of trail mix, we made our own. Yeah. Now, something else that you can make a pretty good meal out of, and I remember one day we did that when we were stuck on the interstate at a wreck in traffic for a few hours, (laughs) and that is jerky. Yeah, jerky and beef jerky, turkey jerky. There's all kinds of delicious-tasting beef jerky meats that will keep in their package for quite a long time. All right, you can get a can of almonds, nuts, peanuts, mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. You can get cheese, those. right? Cheese crackers, or you know, cheese its triscuits, saltines, Ritz, whatever kind of cracker you might like. You know, have those along and enjoy. And carry some hard candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I, you know, what I've recently done, I have rediscovered lifesaver butter rum. Oh, those are good. I hadn't had a butter rum in years, and I I saw that little roll over there, and I said, you know what? I'm going to buy two of y'all, and I have enjoyed the hound out of that. Now, I have some Werther's, and I enjoy those every now and then. Mm, Those are mm, butterscotch, but those are different than the Lifesaver butter rum. They are. The butterscotch is an entirely different. How in the world did we get talking about this? Uh, Hard candy. Okay. And after we finish eating our hard candy, we might want to pull out our pillow, (laughs) especially if you're sleeping on the couch in the patient's room. Mm -hmm. Now, they may give you a pillow, but it's never enough. It's always good to have an extra. Now, when we say pillow, we're not talking about one of these king-sized, you know, 
42 inch pillows we're talking about maybe a travel pillow something that you can put in your bag yeah well i'm not gonna put mine in the bag i'll carry just a regular size pillow mm-hmm. just get a cheap one and carry that really comes in handy when you're having to sleep in a waiting room yes yeah. and i've done that when i was waiting for my grandchild to be born i was in the waiting room for a long time yeah and you know we spent quite a few weeks in there with dad in ICU back in, well, that's been 21 years ago, Mm -hmm. but there was a guy that came in there. He had a parent in ICU as well, and he brought out of his backpack this folding hammock, and it had a frame, and he crawled up in that hammock. It was a travel-sized thing. I mean, I'd never seen one How did he string it up? On the frame. Oh, it has its own frame? It has its own frame. Was it like an Eno? Like I'm an Eno not hammock? sure what an Eno is. Eno is a basically a fold-up hammock. Well, it might have been might an have been. early Eno. Mm-hmm. I learned something. See <laughs> see what you do learn on this podcast. That's Even right. if you're recording it, you learn. You learn. When you lay down in that, especially in that waiting room, because the nurses, if you have to spend the night in the patient's room, they'll usually bring you a blanket, but they're not going to do that in the waiting room. Nah. So you need to carry a blanket of your own, and it doesn't have to be full-size blanket, one of those throw blankets, and Mm -hmm. we have several back there. The ones that we get under when we're laying on the couch with our legs curled up or we are in our recliner that we put over us. Just a throw. Now, most most folks may be able to fit under that very well. We have to curl our legs up to be able to cover up what yeah, we need Yeah, if we to. needed to cover up, we'd need to put on two of them. And we've done that. Mm-hmm. But I can get under just one if I have to, just <laughs> by pulling my legs up and not quite fetal position, but getting close, and okay. I can cover up with that. All right. Now, if you're going to try to sleep in there, and I've never really used one of these, but I've seen folks do it, and that's an eye mask. Oh, you're talking about that sleep mask, Mm -hmm. something to put over the eyes to just kind of, you know, you might be in a hospital room that's in a downtown area, and you may be close to other tall high-rise buildings that have flashing neon lights blaring right into your window all night long. And that's not something you have at your house, but you find that if you don't have that sleep mask, you can't help but see those lights all the time. You're already in a, an unusual circumstance. So. And it might be that the nurse comes in to do the check in the middle of the night and turns the light on. Yeah. It just keeps from waking you up. So mm-hmm. I can see where there's definite benefits to that. Mm-hmm. Now, we also need to carry some personal hygiene items. Right. You know, your basic things you'd need, your toothbrush, toothpaste, mouthwash, deodorant. I've even suggested the hotel size shampoos, lotions, Mm -hmm. even a container of dry shampoo is very handy to have. In fact, your your loved one may even enjoy having their hair done with some dry shampoo if they can't shower or bathe right away. Contact cases. If you wear contacts on your eyes, you're going to need some solution. You're going to need your case because, you know, you're not really supposed to wear those all the time. Breath mints, definitely got to sweeten up that breath. Get you some butter rum. Man, those are good. And you ladies, if you've got some personal monthly items that you're going to need, just go ahead and pack in to your bag whatever you would need because you may find that that takes place when you're away from home and you just need to be prepared with your personal feminine products. 
You never know what you may need when the need arises or until the need arises. Well, that's true. And I think that's what they say. Experience is the Mm -hmm. best teacher. When you've been put into that situation, you begin to think, you know, what, how much more comfortable it would be if I had only brought with me and then fill in the blank. And that's where Mm -hmm. this comes from, because there's times when you don't have a choice. You've got to get up and go and meet that person at the hospital. And you may just not even you may even have a go bag and didn't even reach for it. You just sort of got to put this on your radar. Mm -hmm. You could be the one to get the call and you might be the family member that takes first watch. So you may be away from your house for 24 to 36 hours. Now, most of this, with the exception of the pillow and the blanket, should fit in an inexpensive backpack. Right. Well, you can sort of practice and rehearse, Mm -hmm. you know, what you think you might need. And you can also take some type of a bag and those that you have for going shopping at Aldi, the big cloth. Mm -hmm, Like a a tote. Like a tote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... um, when I, when I hear tote, I think of the plastic boxes. Yeah. And I think of tote bag, like and, something you'd but carry. But a tote bag mm-hmm. would work well with putting that pillow and blanket in it. Sure. So you pick up the backpack, throw it on your shoulder, you pick up the tote, and you pick up your EDC bag, and you just head right on in and plan to stay for a while. If you don't have to stay, that's great. But if you have to, you have it. Mm-hmm. And you could have it there in the car, depending on how far you have to walk. If they're going to be admitted, that might be the time to go and get it. You may not need it if you're just in the emergency room. Mm -hmm. But if they're going to be admitted and you're the one going to be staying, it's a good thing to have. Now, the other night, the son-in-law had to uh, take the daughter a bag to be able to make it Mm -hmm. from the night because she never got to go home. So he loaded up her a bag, her husband. And he carried it to the hospital so that she would be able to do those kinds of things. Anything else you want to add tonight? Well, we just want you to be prepared because you just never know what may happen in someone's life. And they'll be called upon you to be the one to maybe be there. And maybe you'd want to be there with your loved one. And this way you can make the stay more pleasant while you're waiting. And certainly you want to focus your thoughts and your love toward the one that you care about. And we'll see you next time. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode. We would appreciate it if you would share Practical Prepping Podcast with your friends, family, and your social media. The direct link is in the show notes. And as always, stuff happens. Stay prepared.